You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop, the show that's a little bit of everything with a K-Pop twist. Visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com for more information about the show. That's 17-C-A-R-A-T-K-P-O-P.weebly.com. Enjoy the show! Hello, Dewhawks, and happy Thursday! I'm Hope, and welcome to episode 8 of 17 Karat K-Pop. I'm going to start the show off today with some really exciting news. I know I've been saying this for a while, but this time I really mean it. I am almost ready to put all previous episodes of this show out on YouTube. Uh, 17 Karat K-Pop is a YouTube channel now, so you can subscribe and turn on the notifications to be alerted, but nothing's posted yet. But I really mean this time that I'm very close to finishing editing. I just want to put a lot out at once because I know people like to kind of just binge listen to like podcast type stuff. So I want to put out a lot at once. So that's why it's been taking a while because I've been editing each episode. So, But the audio clips will be on YouTube very, very soon. So please keep an eye out for that. And a quick recap, if you missed last week, uh, we that was BTS week. So if you feel bad about missing that, don't worry. Uh, you can check that out on YouTube soon. And uh, also every playlist from every episode is on our Spotify. So 17 Karat K-Pop, we are now on Spotify if you want to follow and uh, check out the playlists that we have from each week and from BTS week, which I combined into one playlist for both days. So anyway, so BTS, uh, we talked about their, you know, their whole journey, really. And we ended by talking about the deeper meaning and the symbols within their music video universe they've created, where each music video is almost like an episode of a TV show. We're going to kind of go off that theme today. So today is kind of another music video analysis episode, but... Uh, focusing on other artists besides BTS because the K-pop industry really is full of really aesthetic but also symbolic music videos so there's a lot to talk about a lot of social commentary within the videos and other messages and behind the lyrics as well so we're going to dive into what these songs really mean and uh, I'm just gonna get started and play a few and then we will get right into it so that first one right there Let's just get right into it and talk about the music videos that go with these songs. So that first song was called Noir. It's by Sunmi. And Sunmi, actually, all of her videos really have a lot of commentary in them and in the lyrics. So I highly recommend you check out the other singles as well. But the one we're going to focus on is Noir, which is my personal favorite. So in the Noir video, she is basically... She basically is going to do anything for a like on Instagram. So she's she's trying to take like selfies that get like more and more dangerous, but honestly the first time I watched the video I didn't even really notice that what she was doing really. I was so focused on like I thought her outfits were cute and her makeup was cute and like I think that was the point, right? So the second time you watch it then you start paying attention and realize, oh she's taking a selfie like when with her hair stuck in a fan or with uh, a car a car is on fire behind her or you know she's in the hospital because she broke a leg like you actually pay attention to the surroundings and you realize she continues to up the ante and when she does if you pay close attention you will see on the screen like the number of likes is going up so there's clear commentary there and then she's doing she does a lot she wears certain things and does certain poses and stuff that's all very very stereotypically instagram content and it's working so she uh but towards the end of the video she basically dumps a bucket of water on herself which i kind of view as like a sign that she's kind of cleansing herself from that and like 
realizing that it was a pointless game to play for likes. And some of the lyrics from that song include, you know, I feel so high, but feel like nobody else is here. We are in noir, but there's nothing more with you. Now let go of me. Basically, this thought of like, you're trying to create the ultimate bliss for a social media post, but the effort that goes into creating that bliss is so stressful. So, you know, everyone wants to show the relaxing vacation photo or their expensive car or whatever. But there's a lot behind the scenes that goes into those. It's a full out photo shoot. And then you debate which after all that, you still debate which one has this minute difference, but is still way better than the other pick. And what happens if you pick the wrong one? And what time should you post it for prime, you know, Insta scrolling time in the most likes possible? It's just all games that really don't matter in the grand scheme of life, which is kind of what she's getting at. She also has some other videos that I will talk about at the end of the show if we have time. But yes, definitely appreciate that message. Um, another, The second song was Crown by TXT. TXT is uh, the called the little, little Brother Group for BTS because they're from the same company. And you can tell there's kind of that theme where BTS, when they were starting out, like I said last week on the show, a lot of their music was very... It was a lot of social commentary related to the school years when you're growing up and thinking, you know, what, what is the purpose of these classes? What am I doing here? What am I doing with my life? Uh, what's up with this school system? What needs to change? Why are people making me think in a box? Uh, you know, all of that. So BTS had a lot of songs during their first eras of music releases about that. And it's a similar thing with TXT in the sense that their release they just debuted in march march 4th of this year and so they're kind of where bts was when in their career time wise when they started talking about kind of just like the feelings you get as a preteen slash younger teenager at least that's how they look and that's kind of the story that they're uh saying so basically their son is a is essentially about puberty it's like so the song crown is basically talking about you like wake like lyrics like about how you know waking up and looking in the mirror and like suddenly i see horns like i can't recognize myself and uh the whole lesson learned is you don't view those as horns you view it as a crown you were wearing a crown while you grow up mister and so it's really cute and it's a cute video and i just love that message it's just you know, it's just about kind of like learning to adapt and change with changes you grow up. And it's it's really awesome because I grew up with BTS and they grew up with me. So to see like the next generation be able to like grow up with TXT and make the some very uh, impressionable years of their life easier is really exciting. And I hope Big Hit Entertainment continues to release like a another brother group to that brother group for the next generation and so on and so forth. The, the third song I played was District 9 by Stray Kids because that kind of set off what the rest of the music videos came to represent as well. So that's why I picked that one. So District 9 is from the I Am Not album era. And it's basically a video with lyrics like, uh, you know, this is our jungle now. You know, get lost, get out of here. There's no seat here. Uh, don't f- tell me that you know me. I know me kind of a mentality and like we're going to take up space whether you like it or not and we're going to find a unique identity for ourselves whether you like it or not so that's kind of their message and that follows through in other videos as well so in the i am who album era they released the my pace music video and my pace is basically a video about and a song about basically not uh not 
comparing yourself to anyone else. Basically a video about, you know, about, you know, just stay in my, I'm just going to stay in my lane and I'm going to find my own pace for work, for reaching my goals, for whatever it is in life and not worry about whoever is doing quote unquote better than me at it. So that was, my pace was key for that era uh, then they, you know, but then that era also had question and voices, which are pretty self-explanatory about voices in your head. And uh, so more uh, more growing up struggles there. Um, so there's I am not, I am who. And then I the I am you era is uh, when we got I am you, um, which is more about recogn- like not not devaluing your individual identity, but also recognizing your collective identity and sense of belonging in the just in the world at large and how everyone belongs. They went on to uh, release, you know, Miro, which I uh, I think that was the first song I ever played on this show, my very first show. So yeah, so Miro is a really big one. That's one that reinforces the District Nine themes about them basically like dismantling the system and taking over and starting their own society and not letting society change them. But that's basically the bottom line: is that their stories are about not uh rather than let society change them they're going to change the society so they basically create their own and the Miro video is really good for sorry the Miro video is really good uh a good example of that where they literally like replace like the elitist leaders of the society and just like take their literally take their microphone so it's pretty great so that's uh, kind of a quick summary of the music video universe of Stray Kids, which I could go on about more, maybe in a future episode or later if we have time. But So those were some overall music videos kind of critiquing society standards and saying, you know, you're, you're doing well as you are and uh, about expressing your individuality and embracing it. And uh, the next few are a little more about the change and overall collective identity and resistance and more broader commentary about society. The first song there was Mama by EXO. That was their debut song, so it brings back a lot of memories. So yeah, um, there there are two different ways I could talk about Mama by EXO. One is the, one was the original way I was just going to focus on, to be honest, which is just the fun way, and one is a little bit deeper and more serious, but so the the fun way just a quick overview so basically like they started out where it was this whole i don't know it felt to me very much like a nintendo game intro but in a good way where it was this storyline about like all the legends come together on unlock the key and a new world shall open up and it's very dramatic and it's it's quite a it's it's really like a i don't i don't play nintendo but i'm assuming it's like some wizard game on nintendo it's like that kind of intro so anyway so that's the intro to the exo universe because that was their big debut song and that was their original concept they were going for and the video is really interesting but more so to me the lyrics because at first it does sound like kind of just a goofy song where they're like mama 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 in the bridge (laughs) um but it's actually a very deep song like if you look at the lyrics it's like oh and i do love irony in songs i love songs that sound fun but are really like really dark so that's just me anyway so some of the lyrics in mama include you know i mean the intros in english you know careless anonymous mindless no one care about me uh, and then the chorus is, you know, tell me, mama, why is this that way? Tell me, mama, why is that way? So it's like a kid asking their mom why, you know, I thought the world was a nicer place than this. It's like ignorance is bliss is kind of the message. And now this kid's growing up 
and it's like why are people changing i don't get this changing world i'm overwhelmed and uh you know other lyrics like you know invisible behind our masks no one looks at each other's eyes anymore those are rough translations of the lyrics uh which is oddly even more relevant today than when this song came out years and years ago because this was their debut um and so that was very interesting to me kind of along with what sunmi was saying about technology and people distancing themselves from each other because they're so fixated on getting that perfect post ready and value putting so much worth into how many likes they get and things like that so and that i don't think that was really in mind when this song came out but uh in 2012 but you know it's interesting how relevant it is still so to conclude exo are future fortune teller fortune telling legends so uh the other video was is has to do with the song hands up by bap and bap has has done a lot of similar uh they have a similar theme woven into all their singles really so one of their songs you know warrior was basically where their movements were like controlled and they were like robots uh the hands up video is obviously putting your hands up like literally putting your hands up and like it being seen whether people want you to be or not the wake me up video is a uh one guy's walking around that video holding up a sign that says emotion revolution and that one's there's they literally start a revolution the young wild and free video is uh similar about you know kind of reclaiming your space publicly i guess uh one shot is one shot is a good video it's a very dark video though so uh be warned but it's really like a whole movie in in like five minutes where uh with the overall uh thought of be be careful about who you're around and who you trust but also yeah be be have some healthy skepticism is their bottom line about the system that you're born into rather than just blindlessly following rules because you just assume that if they're rules then they're rules for a reason they're all about kind of questioning the status quo and being ready to stand your ground for injustice when you see it and just overall putting your hands up and being willing to publicly vocalize when there is something that needs to change in society is basically their bottom line so that hands up is just one of many deep songs they've released that i really admire uh, the next theme is going to be a little bit lighter. It's, uh, you'll see. So these songs have, uh, these next few songs are all from artists who have done something that is, you know, speaking of breaking the status quo. So they've, uh, they've, these are from artists who have shown, uh, have talked about and shown support for something that is very, very taboo in South Korea, which is basically lgbtq rights and those are very you know they're obviously still unfortunately quite taboo all over the world but very much still in south korea and so i'm gonna kind of talk about the impact of them openly supporting that community and showing same-sex relationships in their music videos and what that what the outcome of that has been so far and both for better and for worse so i'll get more into it but here are a few songs from those artists all right, so that first one was called I'm Not Afraid by Holland. The second one was Heart Attack by Luna. And the third one was my favorite song of all time, All In by Monst X. 
So first of all, I'm just going to uh, talk about uh, some other artists that relate to this overall theme of talking about what's pretty taboo to talk about in South Korea, which is LGBTQ equality. So there are a lot of ways, and not just with this issue, but with other um, other topics considered taboo, like mental health and things like that, where some artists are very outwardly saying, I don't care if you try to suppress what I say, I'm going to say it boldly anyway. And others do naturally fear that that will cost them their career. So they, But they still find these subtle ways to resist through what they wear or what they say in a certain way. And I just, I just love the, both loud and quiet acts of resistance towards resistance towards discrimination so but there are a lot of ways where it's been kind of subtle and some some of it i guess you could say is just interpretation but for the most part it seems pretty clear what they intend what they hope people can hear even if they are barred from saying so if their management won't let them say it they still find ways to say it and uh, lgbtq plus issues are definitely one of those issues so some of the more subtle ways they're uh you know I, I don't think I even had enough time in BTS week to talk about this, but BTS, uh, Kim Namjoon gave, from BTS gave a speech at the United Nations because BTS are UN ambassadors, and he gave a speech a few years ago there, and he, bas- he basically said a line about um, no matter who you are, your skin color, your age, or your gender identity, and even just saying the words gender identity and acknowledging that is huge for south korea to be clear of that's how taboo it is to mention this so for him to even say those words was huge for fans around the world to be feel heard and seen uh namjoon has also promoted some songs about same-sex relationships like same love by macklemore and ryan lewis that one is pro lgbtq uh, and things like that some other artists have promoted each other's work or the work of lgbtq plus artists overall uh, Monsta X has a new single out called Who Do You Love? It's, actually, it's been out a few months, but anyway. Um, and so while promoting that, their whole thing was talking about they, honestly, though, they don't care who you love because you're still their fan, so they love you anyway. And, uh, you know, Twice has, uh, and other artists too, but I'm, Twice just came to mind first for me, but other artists too, they'll sing covers of songs and they don't change, like, the pronouns or anything and they don't change to like they don't hire like a male love interest they'll reenact dance scenes where song sing song lyrics about you know girls with girls or boys with boys um there was a a sister for the band sister they had a music video with a same-sex romance in 2014 there's a lot there are others that just you know they don't care what label you put on it but they'll openly group members openly hold hands and stuff and they don't care and i love that uh boa performed at san francisco pride 10 years ago actually in 2009 um joe kwan from 2am he played a drag queen in a play and he got a lot of backlash for that and he didn't care and went on with it anyway because he insisted that shouldn't, you know, why criticize that? Um, Taeyeon from Girls' Generation, she posted a rainbow on her Instagram during National Coming Out Day a few years ago, which is seems, again, like a subtle thing, but that's what you gotta do. If your management is preventing you from speaking out, you can find ways around that, and social media is an extra tool nowadays to help with that. So I appreciate that. Uh, I also really love uh, the safety pins. So this actually happened not just... Uh, in one part of the world, well, I guess mostly the USA and the UK, but really all around the world. In 2016, people started wearing safety pins in their as like an earring, 
And because that was when there became this huge spike in hate crimes and overall blatant discrimination in public. And so the safety pin has come to symbolize that I am an ally. So if you see me, if you see someone with a safety pin, you can talk to them. You can feel comfortable in your identity around them. You don't have to hide. And so that's the overall message of the safety pins. And so some stars have worn that. I know Ming Hyuk from Monster X wears that. King Daniel wears that. So things like that. And I find that very fascinating, the acts of resistance that are not as blatant. Because when people think of protest forms, there are like, you know, protests in the streets holding signs and stuff and chanting and things like that people think of. But they don't think about the parts of everyday resistance that people can do simply through what they wear or other messages or just the language they use. So that's always been interesting to me. And uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the ones who have been more direct in their support for the LGBTQ plus community. So Holland is the first openly gay K-pop idol. Uh, I just uh, I just want to specify, though, um, not the first openly LGBTQ plus one, but the first openly gay uh, male K-pop idol. There was an, there's an RB star named Marshall who came out in 2017. There's also a transgender star named Harry Sue. But uh, Holland is the first gay male, and so he has been unable to get any agency to sign him. They refuse to sign him, and his music videos don't even, they're not even risky. Like, they're just like the, the gentlest kiss, but because it's a same-sex kiss, those videos are rated 19+, plus in Korea, and uh, things like that. So he's definitely had a lot of roadblocks in his career, and he doesn't get you know, no one gives him access to award shows or access to other performances on live shows there. He's really, you know, it's hard for him to promote because it's so taboo there. And he's kind of shamed. So, but I am hopeful that that will change in the future. He won the Dazed 100 Award in 2018, which happened after over 30,000 people voted for who they thought was the symbol for the future of the youth. And he won, which is huge. Um, his debut video got over 700,000 views in just the first 24 hours, and he, uh, you know, and overall he named himself Holland because that was the first country to legalize same-sex marriage in 2001. So, um, yeah, he's been very just bold and proud, and he conveys that in his music and music videos, and, you know, it, it's, it's racking up views, and... I mean, he's doing very well considering all the odds are against him in Korea. So, yeah, I just wish the, wish the best for him, and um, I'm glad he's being a trailblazer. Also with Luna, Luna comes from a smaller company. So, again, I do think it is more likely that you are able to speak out on social issues when you're not from one of those big three companies that seem a bit more controlling. And Luna is from one of those smaller companies. So they have a lot of they have a couple storylines in their music videos with the girls in relationships together. Um, But they they kind of just said this was important for them because they want everyone in their fandom to know that they're included and it's all like one big family in their fandom and so for them to actually say that was a very big deal as well like I said it's very radical to speak out about this so that's why a lot of them do it in subtle ways and obviously people here do that for social causes too they'll speak up about it some more than others um but in you know in some more subtle forms here but also others so it's just interesting how many ways you can convey your message to the world and I also just find it interesting, all of these uh, signs, I just wonder how much it'll change over time. 
uh, and what that means because it's like the the management will allow them to do this stuff, but only to a point. So I just wonder when that will change in when it will be less about oh, this is okay because it's getting us views and money, but more about just this, you know, the just the point that it should be, you know, it shouldn't be a whole, this shouldn't be a whole big debate at all, you know. But, so I wonder how normalized it'll be, it, or if it'll just be more commodified by the music industry as a whole, too, not just K-pop. So just something to think about. And those music videos for those videos, or for those stories, tell those storylines, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Monster X video at the end because I just, I need to rant about something exciting about Monster X. So before that, I'm going to play a few more songs and I'll have a little more to say after this. Okay, I am running a little short on time, so I might skip the last song. We'll see what timing I get. So anyway, but I do have to talk about something else first. So that song right there, it's called Enough by SF9. And the story, the music video alludes to the story of Narcissus. And I have to tell this story because I was reading it and thinking, like, for someone like me who doesn't read mythology, this stuff is just so funny to me because I just am such a practical thinker that hearing stories about fantasy elements is just, I just take it too literally. And anyway, so it's funny to me. So anyway, so the story of Narcissus, the short version and the music video is kind of like an embodiment of the story of Narcissus. So Narcissus is um, basically, so he, um, He's, so basically the story, the myth starts where Narcissus was walking in the woods and he suddenly saw this mountain nymph, mountain nymph named Echo and Echo fall in lo- fell in love with him and then, so he, bas- but he just pushed her away and was literally just like, leave me alone and so this girl named Nemesis, she's the goddess of revenge who I've never heard of which is wild to me. Why are they teaching in schools about like Aphrodite when we could be learning about Nemesis? But anyway, so this girl named Nemesis comes and she saw what happened and then he pushed Echo away. So she decides to punish him for what he did. And I don't, so already I'm like, wait, what? Why are you getting in the middle of this? But anyway, so then uh, she decides to punish him. So she decides to, uh, Bring, I don't remember if she brings him to a lake or just makes him see his reflection in the lake. I'm not sure why you would need magic to see yourself in the Well, I guess, yeah, you would. But it's not like cartoons if you actually looked in a... Anyway, so he sees himself in the lake, but he he doesn't realize it's him. So he's looking in the lake and he's like, who's this beautiful creature? I want to date this person without realizing it's his reflection, which is so stupid. <laughs> like, what? And so then he realizes that his love will never be reciprocated because that thing in the lake doesn't exist. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so then he, quote, melts away from the fire of passion burning inside of him and he turns into a white and gold flower. And oh, um, it's just wow. It's really a story. So basically, I mean, I get the point where it's like, don't be a narcissist. Don't be so full of yourself that you can't love anyone else. But just the overall thought of like like thinking there's someone staring back at you when it's your reflection and then being upset because you couldn't fall in love with someone because that's actually just you there oh my gosh but the music video that sf9 did actually is a moral on the lines of uh it's okay to be a little bit like narcissistic i guess it's like more like 
um, taking the out the the like recreating the scene where he's looking in the lake, but they're kind of just like looking in a pool, and it's kind of just like about you can like do that. Like vanity is not one hundred percent bad. Like you know, it's more it's about self esteem, and uh, pr- pretty much is the bottom line. That's why the song's called Enough. It's like you're enough as you are. Um, don't you know hide from your reflection i guess is the point so anyway i thought that was an interesting take on it and like we talked about last week with dionysus there are actually quite a few greek mythology references in other mythologies too referenced in k-pop music videos because music videos are so big for that industry and mythology uh naturally inspires a lot of aesthetic set designs and costumes and things like that so that was uh the story of narcissus so um and so, uh, what I wanted to say, there are a few things uh, right before I'm probably about to run over. So, just a few kind of follow-ups, um, whether you've been following the show or not. Um, so, one thing I, so one of the things I talked about way earlier in this series, like episode two-ish, um, was about the mistreatment of Chinese members in K-pop groups. And the other day, it was revealed that. There was a, there's starting, like, there's a secret audition process going on right now at SM Entertainment for more Chinese artists. So that worries me. So that's an interesting development. So they're looking specifically for Chinese talent again. I really hope things turn out differently. And again, when the episode two is on YouTube, you can find out what went wrong the first time and all the lawsuits and stuff like that. Um, Another update is uh, Monsta X, which is just because they talk about them a lot. It wasn't from a particular episode, but... They have their new album is out Monday, so that yeah, so make sure you tune into that. And I definitely have to dedicate an episode to them next week because I want because they brought back the storyline. So the all in video that for the song I just played was uh is the music video like universe that they go back in for this next uh, release. And so the teasers are getting me really excited because I see all the clues that allude back to the earlier video. So it's just awesome. So we're going to dive into the world of Monster X next week. And we're also going to play a lot more artists from companies that I have not discussed yet. So stay tuned for that as well. Um, what else do I need to update you on? Um, we talked about Super M a little while ago, the new group from SM Entertainment. And so Super M, their tour starts in about three weeks, so that's exciting. Be ready to hear more from them. They finally did hit number one on the Billboard 200 list. And like I, what did I tell you about those album sales? Their marketing by selling all these album copies with merch and tickets was so smart. And they, 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 they've charted because of that, really. I'm sure, I mean, also because they're popular, but I'm sure that album thing really helped push them to the top and... I I just love them and think they deserve it. So congrats to them, and hopefully they'll continue to be successful. They were also on Ellen a week or two ago, so if you did not see that, you should. It's really fun, and they're so cute. And if you watch it, you'll be like, you'll you'll see, Kai, so like in the earlier episode, I was talking about Kai and how the real scandal is not who he dated, but that it wasn't me. Like when you see him on Ellen, you'll be like, oh, that's why she wants to date Kai. So that's just a th- I'm just throwing that out there. His stylist, oh my gosh, his stylist is like, who give her, they give the stylist a raise. So anyway, so that, but it was a cute segment on Ellen. Um, that, what else is going on? So there's also a, another update about YG Entertainment, which you know, if you, if you heard that episode, that company 
has a lot of issues, and I think BTS's company is going to replace them as the big three companies, but we'll see. So, uh, YG, all the artists were seen going to a secret meeting the other day, so they all got a talking to, and I'm very curious what they talked about when it comes to the future of YG Entertainment. So, I will keep you posted if anything leaks out to the media about what happened behind closed doors. Uh, last announcement is that G-Dragon is finally coming back from his required military enlistment time that all men in South Korea have to do. So this Saturday, G-Dragon will be back. So let's hope maybe he'll swoop in and save YG Entertainment. We will find out. So I'm very excited. He'll be back. Hopefully he'll have new music out that I can play on the show and promote here. Um, the other thing I would update you all about is just that Seventeen is going on tour. If you have not got your tickets yet, the general public can buy them Friday. And... I, I recommend getting tickets when you can because they are so iconic. And I would play their music, but like I said, I'm going over. But I will go back to playing them at the end of every show once I learn how to time manage this show better. <laughs> so anyway, so next week I will talk about Monster X one day. And then another day I'm going into the likes and dislikes I have about the industry overall. And using that as an opportunity to tie up more loose ends, give you updates about the news I've been sharing on the show. And play more of a variety of artists not just from the big companies maybe some of them too but anyway i'm gonna int- i want to introduce you to a wider range of artists than i've played so far so stick around for all that i'll be back tuesday and thursday of next week have a good night and i will see you later